You're listening to a lifestyle podcast with Lavoni and Sarah. Our goals to inspire good health and well-being, empowerment, beauty and joy, offering support and friendship as we share our journeys in the hopes it helps you. Hello, my friends, and thanks for tuning in to what was once the Waiting Room Podcast. I'm Lavoni, and together with my co-host, Sarah, we want to let you know our podcast has changed its name from the Waiting Room Podcast to simply Lavoni and Sarah. Now, along with the name change, we're doing some rebranding and developing a website, all very exciting, and we'd love you to come along on this adventure with us. Whether it's overcoming adversity, riding the wave of change, breaking free from forces holding you back, or dealing with sadness, optimism and courage can help. Hi everyone, it's Lavoni. Welcome to the Waiting Room Podcast. On today's episode, Sarah and I are chatting about how courage and optimism can help you change, recover, move on, and get what you want from life. Before we delve into this week's subject, we do want to state anyone going through deep trauma or suffering from clinical depression might find this all a bit trivial. We're not trauma therapists or psychiatrists. Everybody really needs to do what is best for them. Sarah and I share our stories in the hope that they can help someone going through something similar. With that out of the way, let's go over what our goals were for the last uh, couple of weeks and how did we do. Sarah? Uh, I'm I'm really quite smug. I have something good to report at last <laughs> after the last well six done, you. episodes of saying, uh-oh. Um, so the first goal that was set was to lose two pounds because we discussed the fact that actually I'd seen, you know, uh, a piece saying a pound a week is more than enough because of what's required. So it was two pounds over two weeks I'd set the goal. And I'm pleased to report I have lost exactly two pounds. Oh. So please, can you hear those trumpets? Um, And my second goal uh, was around food planning. So I said I wanted to get back into the routine and get better around planning what food I was going to have and having plenty of fresh things in as a backup. Done all of those things. It's working. I now have food that I can turn to. And I have started again, like I was doing, planning my whole day so I know exactly what I can have. And I've got plenty of options as I work my way through it. So, yeah, finding it much, much better too successful tip that's Woo-hoo. that's very good especially because i know how busy you've been so oh, yeah, you know prioritizing exactly. yourself which is hard when you're busy but no that's great mine was um i had to because um sarah and i recorded two back-to-back uh episodes the last time so um we you know we've got two things mine um was the letting go of guilt uh-huh which I've I've have worked on, and I'm proud to say that I am doing very well with that. That's brilliant. And because I would feel guilty about everything, mm-hmm. as we talked about, that's the guilt episode. That was number ten. Ten, I think, wasn't ten. it? Yeah, mm-hmm. ten. Um, and the second one was uh, sticking to a food budget, and yeah. I have done that up until this week, but. Um, I am, we're getting ready for uh, my sister and brother-in-law to come and visit next week. So I'm going to be cooking them all sorts of scrumptious things. Plus I still have to test recipes. So um, I told Sarah how much the food bill was. <laughs> it's good to sitting this down. Week. <laughs> she was just was like, oh my God. 
mad but anyway you're trying to convert it into english pounds going right. how much is that oh my god <laughs> anyway you have to explain that your sister's coming from australia my so this is a coming big visit from not just yeah. popping around from the next <laughs> from no, the next town no. No. <laughs> she's coming over for dinner no she'll be here with us for almost her and my brother-in-law they'll be here uh, almost a week with us so yeah. uh, surprisingly the first meal that i'm cooking for them is mexican oh <laughs> and that's another thing i've finished the mexican cookbook oh yeah talk about yes, who my part on my girl. Right. what about you right. and um yeah that was that was pretty amazing and here i am still cooking it i'm making what, chicken enchilada you... today <laughs> you're part mexican now i know right <laughs> I, I i yeah it's it was it was good. The food was good from this book. I have to say, I can't wait till it it comes out in print. Success. Yeah, be be really good. Um, and my exercise. This wasn't one of my goals, but my exercise has been um, really good. My last week I was on a, a shoot. The Mexican shoot was two weeks, um, and I still exercised on it. Which people might like, oh, well, that's no big deal. I work and I exercise. Yeah. But, you know, I was leaving the house at like 7, 7.30 and not getting home till till late and styling is pretty physical kind of work and I was exhausted. Yeah. So if I didn't do it in the morning, which I'd really tried to do, um, I did do it in the evening when I came in. And it was just a, like an abridged version of my okay. normal workout. Yeah, yeah. But I still was doing 30 minutes. So I was pretty chuffed with myself for doing that. So That anyway, is good. Yeah. Oh, and I've been going to the gym. So the gym that I joined up, the local one, um, I've been going there and doing sort of half an hour sessions at a time. Um, good for you. So not, I haven't got it? a... I am enjoying it. And the other day I caught myself and thought, I don't even know who I am. Because it was... <laughs> what day was it? I think it was Saturday morning last You're week. wearing sweatbands or something? <laughs> <laughs> I look like Jane Fonda. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> um, but I, I was a bit tight on time and I thought, oh, shall I, shall I? But I was then going to be going out in the evening and I thought, you know, I am going to go because I know that I'm going to feel better mm. later on. You feel, you know, a lot better when you go yes. out. And, or sorry, a lot better when you've done the exercise, don't you? So I still went, even though I was tight on time. So, yeah, I was quite proud of myself. That's and good. I'm not there for an hour. You so know, you end up going out just... your gym clothes or you managed to spend no, time? No, no, there was to... plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> but just the fact that I'd been, you feel better. Oh. You feel better in your clothes even just after that oh, one little it, it session, don't you? It makes such so... a huge difference. It is very yeah. uplifting, which leads yeah, us into so... today's topic, actually. It um, does. How uplifting exercise is and uh, you know, we, we're talking about optimism and, and courage and Sarah and I are going to share some some things that we've been through. But I think, and I've, I've said this to many people that, that not many people, it's not like I discuss my, my, uh, my hideous divorce from my first husband, but um, exercise got me through that because uh -huh. he was abusive, um, verbally abusive. He didn't he didn't hit me he was verbally abusive which was just awful um with a, a crazy temper he used to smash everything up in the house and used to have to call the police and anyway we were together for five years and it took a lot of courage to get yeah. him to leave uh to, for me to get him to leave um and then he decided he was going to stalk me for 14 months afterwards and make my life just hell 
And I remember saying to my mum one time, I feel like I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. I think that's the only time in my life I've ever said that. But the one thing that got me through that was I exercised. I got up every morning and even though I was like frightened of him finding me or following me or whatever, um, I, and I'd walk a lot and fast and excuse me, I, um, I lost a lot of weight because I didn't do so much with my food, which was pretty good anyway. But yeah. um, it, it was the mental – I mean, it was so mentally draining what I went through with him. Yeah, it gave you a break by then doing – It just – it helped me. It helped me cope and, and gave me some hope. I don't know for what of a better reason, but I've often said I think that's what got me through that awful yeah. 14 months until one day – he apologized to me and it stopped. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it got so bad I had to go and over here, over to the U.S. for, for two two months just to get away from just him. Just get away. And then yeah. my aunt didn't know how bad it was. Well, she might have. I don't know. But my aunt um, ran into him and said, oh, um, you know, Vony is coming back from America. It was like tomorrow or the next day or something like that. And so then it just all started up again once he knew I was back home. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, exercise definitely helped, as it does when I'm just feeling down. And I think when you feel down, you don't want to have to exercise. It's the last thing you ever really wanted. Well, right. Someone that's not a a natural exerciser. You know, I think there's some people that, that genuinely would sort of instantly think of going to that. I would never instantly think of going doing it, but just knowing how you feel it just it transforms your approach to a lot of things in your day just mm-hmm. you've done it so I yeah. can understand that but but to get yourself motivated to get up and to go and do it is really difficult particularly if you are feeling low or things uh-huh. are really busy or yeah you're struggling but I think it's um it's, if you imagine layers or a plate, it's the number of things that seem to be spinning all, all on that on that plate all at one time, doesn't it? And you just sort of right. think, you know, sometimes that's the last thing that you'd ever dream of doing. But weirdly, if you can put it up as a top of a priority, then everything else just seems to find it settles into its own place a bit better mm-hmm. anyway. But um, it's, it's a, they're powerful, powerful traits, aren't they? Being optimistic and being oh, courageous. courageous. And, you know, sometimes um, exhausting at the same time. I think, like yeah, being optimistic yeah. and, you know, someday, not so much optimistic, but just, well, I guess it is, you know, the days that you're just feeling not great and you have to remind yourself that this is just today and to not yeah. make the whole day turn to shit because, you know, yeah. some bad things have happened. But, you know, I think it can be easy just to wallow a little bit. And yeah, we can all. I think that yeah, I, well, I, I know that I've... sounds awful. That that word because for some people, like I said, that are that are really have struggle with depression, they're not necessarily that's, yeah, wallowing. That is different. That's that's a, but, an illness. Yeah. Yes, but um, you know those days where you just feel it's hard to get going. You just feel yeah. blah. Sometimes it could just be the weather. I'm so sick of it being cold. 
There's yeah, me too. I Where is the spring? Right. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. So you just have to try and focus on some positives, you know? I think, and also then it's embracing sometimes what it is. So right. as you just, so if it is wintry and horrible, um, well, it's, it's coming up to spring, but it's been freezing cold. We've had snow, sleet, rain. It's been really, really cold and horrible and grey. I've, um, in my office room... I've had I've got a TV screen, so I've just been putting the YouTube channel on with the the flickering fire on it. Oh, you know nice. I mean? Yeah, yeah, to make it cozy. <laughs> I put that on, yeah, and I put some nice music on, and I've got my fairy lights on. I thought, well, what I'm going to do is embrace it then, because right. I can't wait for it to be spring, and it is coming, yeah. ladies and gents, because yeah. my tulip bulbs are sprouting. Oh, <laughs> so they are. Oh, they nice. are. They're coming up. They're coming Everything up. should look pretty when I get there on the 12th of April. Would you, um, Sarah's when birthday. Was that? exactly yeah make the note in your diary everybody and <laughs> um, i spent remember that half a day that i spent putting all those bloody tulip bulbs in i nearly did myself in with my new hip but i shouldn't have been bending over so much and i was like, absolutely determined to get 180 of these bulbs in the God. ground and then i stood there looking like going if you don't come up if you right. don't flower there's going to be hell to pay right. anyway here they are all coming and, I'm- and see that's even something you know my mum used to lose herself in the garden her and and my father had um a bit of a tumultuous relationship. I'm sure she wouldn't mind me talking about it um, if she was here. But I think that she would lose herself in the garden and she used to find mm-hmm. pleasure in small things and, yeah. you know, a flower coming up. And, and I couldn't quite understand it and get as excited about it as her. Yeah. But then, you know, having my own garden and when I see beans growing on, you know, or an, oh, I've got an eggplant, like I can understand that yeah. just that little bit of hope and that little bit of optimism and i think well, you know, it's, and it's being also outside you've put, is good for that it is and thing. you've put some effort and some attention and some love there i say into planting that bulb or that you know plant whatever it might be and if it then flourishes and grows it's um, maybe it's my age i'm about to be 47 maybe that's what it is oh <laughs> maybe it's the excitement of sarah's a spring chicken <laughs> But it's just it's finding pleasure in small things too. It's great yeah. to, to have, you know, big goals and to dream big. I tend to do that. But it's also, yeah. like you said, you know, put up some lights. Like I love coming noticing into Noticing the small things. And noticing yeah. the small things. I have fairy lights all over it. I put those on. Just, in you know. In your clean, perfect, clutter-free, <laughs> nothing left. Nothing right. left home. <laughs> it's, you know, this is just a bit of a side note here, but I'm amazed how many people have reached out to me after we did the decluttering episode. Yeah. I can't remember what number it is. I should have them all written down. Um, and said they were listening to it. In the middle of listening to it, they had to get up and clean Go stuff and out. And uh-huh. just, yeah, how motivated it, it got them. I'm still I'm doing I'm still doing that. mine. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah same thing. still doing it um, because... Yeah. I haven't done the numbers thing yet, but I'm still picking a little job and then and then doing that right. as I go because I have been quite pushed on time over these last few weeks. But then even when I've been stood waiting for the kettle to boil, I'll then just unpack another drawer and just quickly chuck away the rubbish, you know, and doing things like that. So See, it's, that, it's still happening. That makes you feel more optimistic. It really does. It makes you feel lighter. Well, because you've achieved something. As soon as you achieve anything then you have right. get a sense of, you know, you add to your worth, sense of worth in as far yeah. as I've done something that's been great. Um, but it's not, it's not easy because if you're doing something, I guess, if we, you know, 
imagine something really big that people are standing up against and that's a really courageous act that they've got to go against someone or something or a body of something you know that's that's a big thing and what we're talking about with our own health and our own weight loss or lifestyle can seem so small or unimportant to someone else and they're like well how could that possibly be something that's a courageous act to actually face that or embrace that but you know it's a big deal to oh to me it's a big yeah. deal to a lot of people and if yeah. you've been incredibly overweight for all of your life let's just say the easy option would be just to sit on stay that sofa like and just think i'll stay like yeah. it because do you know and then you almost put a you know little blanket over yourself and just think oh i'm not even going to look it's fine and i don't have to face it and you know that you're you know not being honest with yourself but it's an easier thing to do it takes a lot of courage and guts to just go i admit that this is not making me happy i admit that this is not healthy for me and i have to make some changes now that can look different for everybody some people just say i'm just happy enough just to make a few changes that i feel healthier someone else might say i want to get rid of all of the excess weight that i'm carrying because it's holding me back it's different for everybody and probably it will change in different seasons different years as well it's not a i don't believe it's a one answer thing is it right um you know but and, and if someone hasn't been overweight then they might look and go i have no idea what you're talking about how can right. this be something which is a you know that requires courage. Have to be yeah absolutely yeah. and actually i think you do have to be optimistic because entering sorry entering into it without the belief that you're actually going to make this change is just going to be pointless isn't it because you'll just do something half-assed you won't put the effort and the action in that's required right so you have to be optimistic about it you have to believe that you're going to make the change otherwise why are you even doing it tempting it to do it and i think for me optimism is right it is the right word but i'd also like to put a different word against it which is positivity yeah because i think optimism can feel a little bit a bit like we were talking about goals yeah exactly a bit sort of distant and a bit off there right positive feels like a a bit more action driven to me just in my opinion um because you can be as optimistic as you like but if you're not going to do anything about it then nothing's actually going to happen no positive action is going to come from just being optimistic if that makes sense yeah so you know you need to have positive action alongside your optimism otherwise nothing is going to change um and so you know it does take courage it does take Mm -hmm. guts you know to actually do that you've got to dig deep and like you were saying have you know a talk with yourself you've got to recognize what's either bringing you down holding you back and then have the courage to change i think any big change is courageous i Mm -hmm. i was um talking to a um Sorry if that, I don't know if you heard that noise, Sarah, but my little guy who's normally sound asleep when we're doing this, my four-legged guy, decided yeah. to get up and shake in the middle of it all. And it's I'm really, really, really glad. Quite a commotion. His house is just, in the office. You just clarified which guy you were <laughs> My four-legged guy, yeah. I just keep Not my, the other guy. My, my guy that I just keep over mind. in the corner. <laughs> the corner of my office, yeah. They just got up and decided to shake. <laughs> bit off-putting oh, right now dear. yeah sorry about that but anyway just for people that might have wondered what that noise was um no. but yeah i was i was going through the checkout in a grocery store here and was speaking to this um you know young man and 
I, I can't remember what he came from one of the Jamaican, you know, Jamaica or somewhere in, you know, the islands, the Caribbean, somewhere around there. Anyway, um, and he'd moved here by himself to Indiana. I'm not sure why, but anyway, um, but just to, to make a move. And I told him how mm. brave and courageous I thought mm. he was to do that. And I, I think that um, I rarely give myself a pat on the back for anything, but being um, that I've moved, you know, two yeah, different countries, I think that that was very courageous and some people might question it, but I think it, it was courageous and, you know, taking on another country's citizenship and, um, you know, that is also courageous. And making, making big changes. Making the, yeah. They're massive changes. And, yeah. and, and any, so anything that like, whether you decide to, you know, get a new job, start a, you know, fitness regime, anything you go into it, it's, um, I think it's courageous to do, um, leave a relationship that's holding you back yeah, or, you know, abusive, um, you know, letting go of a friend that doesn't treat you right and lets you down all the time. All of that is courageous. Well, it's all easier just to stay in the comfort zone, isn't it? It is. It? Just keep and keep doing think, the same and exactly. all the time. And it is a comfort zone. You know, that's why I say that, that little saying, um, if you're going through hell, don't furnish it, right? Mm. So it's that, it's that thing. I think that, you know, people get to a stage where it is they're content which isn't always good. People think, oh, that's good that you're content, but content yeah, with always. what? If you're content with a shit life or content with just being unhealthy and feeling miserable and hating yourself, that's not good. But then I think, you know, there's, that's fine. If some people are genuinely content with how they are and actually they don't want to be healthy and they're quite happy living their life the way that it is, I've I've literally got no issue with that at all. Right. That's, this is yeah, about that's the people thing. that, like me, have been in the past and, and at times still now, want to feel different about myself because right. I want to feel healthy. And actually, ultimately, I want to do things that I'm not able to do at the moment. And the reason I'm not able to do at the moment is probably for a number of reasons. Number one, physically, I'm not able to do it because, you know, because I am overweight, not so big that I can't fit through a door but I am overweight so it, it holds me back because there's some things I just sort of think I can't physically do that because I can't um move in the way that I want to do or feel like I can fit into something easily enough right um, a bit like a wetsuit you know like I'm just trying to put one of them on I mean it's hard for anyone I don't to think get it, that, right but, I was just gonna say that but yeah but you know there are it's still it's still a little bit easier if you're not different you know it's a, a, a I reckon I'd dislocate something if I tried to put a wetsuit on. <laughs> I've done it once. I kid you not, it took me 45 minutes. I was Oh, my God. I'd have to, like, be rubbed down with Vaseline. Oh, I'd look God. like a sausage oh, coming out of a casing. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but the other reason it holds me back. That would be a funny I'm... video. Sorry. Wouldn't it? Should we do that in, in April? Um the other reason is it holds me back is because I'm fearful of how I'm going to look. Oh, yeah. Genuinely, yeah. you know, and I just sort of think there's so many things I'd like to do, but I'm scared because I know how I'm going to look when I'm doing it. Right, right. And because I'm not fit, not because of my size, I don't actually care about the size, but because I'm not fit, I can't do them well or right. at all. 
and so what I need to do is be fitter and healthier now does that mean losing some of my excess weight yes but if even if I was still my same size but I was fit and able to do it then I would do it right but it's it's that that's holding me back not my physical weight that's doing that right um so that's why I want to make the change but that's why I'm going to have to actually face the the issue I was going to say problem is it a problem I'm not sure but face the issue and then make the changes but you can't do any of that while you're in denial and you can't do any of that if you're going to be fearful of it because you won't do what's needed but it's really strange isn't it because it's so important to me to be able to do some of these things but yet why have I not done them you know I've been up and down different sizes all my life but why do I keep regaining weight or why have I never really got to the healthy point I want to get to whereas there's times in my life I've done much bigger things than this and overcome them so when I was 24 I was really really poorly and um the consultant at the time said to me uh after I'd sort of come out of the other side of it right you're not going to be able to fly so go on an airplane you probably won't go back to work in the same way as you ever done you can't run you can't have children the not running bit would be all right sorry i don't right mean to that. i know this was i'm not awful. allowed to run now i'm not allowed right. to run now i was my new hip and i was like oh what well, i am but not a marathon i was like that is a shame isn't it right <laughs> but, i had to cut my loss my off my list while i'm over I know. there but actually sorry. it is a shame but actually what if i had have wanted to do it that's the right point, I yeah. yeah i don't but anyway so all of you know and not have children right so this was, i'm 24 23 just about to be 24 years old right that's massive that's huge i mean yeah absolutely huge and i went home and i cried for three days straight right because i just thought well what am i going to do then I, yeah. you know i had visions of i was just going to be at home watching daytime tv for the rest of my life right. because what am i going to do if i yeah. can't do all of that and then something just happened inside of me just thought stuff that absolutely stuff that because what's the point you know, I don't want a life like that. So if that's all I've got, then I might as well try it the other way and see what happens. Um, and I did. I went back to work. I, um, my family and I booked a really we, a lot overseas holiday. We So I flew. I started running. I know. Oh, my I God. I mean, not did? far. I was only, yeah, I got up to about three miles a day. Oh, that's far enough for me. Good grief. Um, and then when the time came in my future, it wasn't as straightforward as it would have been for some, but lots of people struggling in lots of different ways. But I had my son. So I had to do that through um, having a consultant looking after me and all of that sort of stuff. But so all of the things I was told I couldn't do. You did. I did the exact opposite of. Right. right? And In true you know, Aries fashion. Yeah, exactly. Stubborn. <laughs> Stubborn. Right, and I probably did it by true. Tell ignorance. me, I can't do any something. <laughs> my eyes narrowed, and my right. horns come right. Yeah, like, watch me. Yeah, hold my beer. It. Um, exactly. But you know, and there's you know, even people in my family and friends all have had different things that have come up like that, and I've seen them absolutely battle through. And like, wow, you know, it's really odd, isn't it? When something massive comes up. It can be amazing just the strength and optimism and courage that people have oh, yeah. to get them through it. Yeah. But what we need to do is bottle that and apply that to the same task that we've got ahead of us now because it's it's for a really great cause. You know, it's not right. just because I want to wear 
a dress that's a certain size absolute rubbish I'm really happy with all of my clothes and it's got nothing to do with that it's about health and what it's stopping me doing feeling good that I want to do and I'm and time's flying by if I want to do things with my son that I haven't done because I can't or I'm fearful to or embarrassed to do you know the time will come that he'll be off having his own life and you know we won't be doing those sorts of things in the same way anymore so there is a sort of um a window isn't there a window of opportunity to say there's never it's never too late no it's never too late ever but if I want to do it for a reason then my reason is kind of now you know it's it's not going to be forever that he's going to want to come and do those sorts of things with me so you know there's there's things in my life that I've definitely faced head on and I've overcome but what I want to or need to do is then use that same approach to then to this to diet this and now. exercise. Yeah, your health isn't that. It's funny listening to you talk about that, and you think how much people can overcome and get through. Uh-huh. Why is losing weight or you know so getting your health difficult. back so difficult? And I mean, I don't like to say that because you know if you say something's hard, that adage that. Well, it will be hard, but but it's not an easy thing. But it's I, not, it's and it's just... because it's all mental strength. I think, really, right? Isn't it? Because actually, you know, and we all have a choice about whether yeah. we put those extra portions on our plate, or whether we eat that sugary food, or whether we don't get off our bums and do any exercise. We all right. have a choice. Yeah short of any sort of disability or anything like that but you know at the end of the day there's so much we can do so much free stuff that we can do doesn't have to be a financial barrier that's put in place um but yet inherently often we we don't do it right that's the really weird thing when we face with something really difficult somewhere something inside us bubbles up and we can then face it but yet it's as you say we just don't do it so often but then but then something clicks and then we do isn't that that, and that's what i it's not like clicked completely into place yeah it's but it's getting there you know i'm starting to find my groove yeah and um and you know some days are better than others like we all have yeah but i think the thing is to just be consistent with it that's that's my thing is just keep okay etching away at it just keep yeah. on going you didn't you know exercise today or yesterday exercise today and mm-hmm. you know and i know food makes up a huge part of the whole thing and yeah. and for some people to think well i've got to lose weight and and it's almost fearful thinking oh, i can't eat the things i love yeah, what am I, I'm going to miss out what on. What am I going to miss? Like, you know, I'm going to miss out on things. Like you being told and granted, you know, being told those things is a lot more catastrophic than thinking you can't have cake. But well, um, I'm not sure. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> like put it in just getting our priorities right here. <laughs> but it, it is. It's like being, it's like you think that somehow you're going to miss out. And on some somebody that just loves food, for me, yeah. that's just it's awful so the way i've gone about it is thinking there's nothing that i'm not going to to eat well within just you know i just want to have less of it but mm-hmm. i don't have a diet filled with you know fast food and you know just junky food yeah. so um you know just 
less of that doesn't mean you can't always have it if if that's somebody that is into that but i think that that's the thing it's it's fearful that you're going to miss out and yep. then of course you know expecting I, motivation for the exercising when it's not about that it's just no. about and it's i think just the about getting of, real and doing it it is getting real but the phrase of feel the fear and do it anyway that's right. really quite useful isn't it yeah. because you just sort of think oh you know i'm scared i should do the same maybe for these things that i'm fearful of doing because i'm embarrassed of how i'll look or i won't be able to do it or i'll hurt myself i should probably just do it anyway and there's so many things in my life that i have done exactly that for goodness sake it i can't help remember i was 22 i got an airplane on my own and traveled to kenya i mean right. I was gonna say that was African. quite a big you know yeah. then you know i say when i got poorly i it, i had to go sort myself out on the other side of it I've I've set up my business on my own I I've got divorced for goodness sake that's a big decision oh, to make huge. it wasn't it wasn't a single decision you know that both myself and my ex-husband went through that discussion and both you know got it's to the point of massive, deciding though. to even have brought it up yeah. you know between us and to have raised the subject of admitting right this is not working that's yeah. a massive thing yeah. to do and to then go through you know the counseling and, and that's a you need to be really courageous to do that to follow um, it through mm. so there's loads and loads of things that i've done so i know i've got it in me i just need to try and really pull it up to the surface to get this one done and treat it with the respect and the size of what it actually is you know this is a job to be done this is not going to suddenly do it on its own right but but it doesn't have to be so enormous that I've then completely put myself off you know you just chip away don't you a little bit of time mm -hmm. for me I need to have the flexibility of saying I know I now exercise I'm actually quite enjoying going to the gym but I don't tell myself that I'm going to go every day because I know that that's not going to happen right so if I try to do that and then I let myself down then you know it's that spiral of thinking yeah. well I've not gone now and mine's a lot more fluid a lot more flexible oh, I've got some time I've got an hour I'm going to go that type of sort of scenario but um I, as some sort of research for our conversation today, I did a little um, bit of reading up on things and I found some traits which might be useful. We could have a talk about of okay. things that people have said that successfully courageous people um, have some of these traits. So they've said that they pick the right time to have the battle. Um, so I then thought, well, how does that apply to us and some of the things that we've been talking about, even with decluttering and the, the healthy eating and, and the choice of things? Because so I think just don't try and transform your entire routine all, all in, one in one day yeah that's a if big your thing. eyes deep in work or eyes deep in a relationship problem or eyes deep you know in children needing extra help at the moment it's unrealistic to suddenly think well I'm going to create this complete new routine that also means my kitchen is all labeled and empty and it's not going to happen right. so I think pick the right time but that said I don't think ignore it completely either no you know you can you could like I said, I was waiting for the kettle to boil and I just did a really small job. So you can still chip away at things. And when the time's right, then you can get the whole thing done a bit big. Or a and lot it's of amazing with the done. chipping away how much that can achieve. Just, Absolutely. you know, a bit here and a bit, bit there. When I go into um, to the room to work out, because we have a, we're, you know, we're lucky we just have this, this space. I mean, a house isn't very big, but we've dedicated a room to, mm -hmm. to working out. And when I go in there, I never think, okay, here it goes. I'm going to be in here for an hour or whatever. I mean, you know, when I was shooting on location, I knew that I had like 30 to 40 minutes to work yeah. out. But um, when I'm working from home, I, I don't think that. I don't think I'm going to do 
five miles or 10 miles or whatever on my bike. I'm going to walk two miles, blah, blah. I just go at it. I just yes, go in and I just do it. And mm-hmm. it's amazing because if I said like, to, like today I've, I did three miles on my bike and I'm going to go and do some more. Um, that was early this morning mm-hmm. before the podcast. But um, if I, I'll just keep pedaling and if I'm interested enough in either what I'm watching or what I'm doing or game, you know, that I'm playing, you know, I'll do like nine miles or 10 miles. Wow. Um, but if I was to set out to say that to myself, yeah. Yeah, you I'd keep looking at the thing thinking, oh, God, I've only done 4.3. You know, yeah, so, exactly. so that's, I think it's finding what works, you know. Yeah, for exactly. Um, but it's amazing how much better mentally I am after I get out of there. It's, uh-huh. I, I just, you know, any sort of trauma and sadness and stuff doesn't mean it's gone away, but I do certainly feel mentally lighter. Yeah. Um, you well, know, our bodies are designed to move really, aren't they? That's the thing. They're not designed to be just sat down in a chair. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. And, you know, and I think it's, it's just, it's courageous to attempt you know some of the things to, to do like the well, exercises exactly. to do and yeah yeah anyway you were reading off um or so you're telling us about one, thing what's the next yeah thing? another one was asking questions so i think um i think these traits it doesn't this doesn't mean that they are courageous acts i think they are just traits of people that tend to be courageous what else do they what layers do they have within them right that helps them then create this mindset so um another trait was that they ask questions so um, and I again, I thought, okay, so how does that apply to us or to me? I'm like, that's so research, read, and ask for tips of how others are doing it. Mm-hmm. So emulating someone that's already doing it successfully right. is a really great way of making the changes in your own life, isn't it? So yeah, and then making it work out. for yeah, you. People reaching out to you to say that they really liked the the numbers in the jar for the clearing. Right. You know, all of a sudden that's then helped other people. So that's how really successful or courageous and optimistic people work because they then take in all this information from other people and they process it to their own mm-hmm. what suits for themselves right um but they can then create this foundation start to layer it up that then enables them to have this you know mindset for themselves um they say no when it's needed which i think is a really interesting right. one um I made that applicable to us to sort of saying no to situations that's, that you know is going to set you off course. Um, so, for example, if you know that someone is really, really not interested in looking after their health and they would actively encourage you to go on a big eating weekend or, or a big binge, drinking weekend, binge, yeah, if it's just drinking. once, that's fine, you know, whatever. But if, if that's what they were constantly wanting to do, it's not going to help you in what you're trying to achieve. Right. So it's just you know when needed saying no mm-hmm. um so saying no to whatever it is you're being offered or to a situation or to a person is is a really good trait right of adding and also if, if it um would time constraint as well yeah you yeah, know if it, if yeah, it means no that you can't else. take care of you exactly yeah like just go to the say no or whatever yeah mm-hmm. if you're taking yeah. on too much okay um, what was another one be strong-minded so get really clear in your own mind why you're doing it and what you really want yeah, I so think I that's think a huge you know, thing. 
Yeah. And yeah. if you're going to stand up to someone that's doing something that you don't agree with, you've got to be really clear why you're doing that. Right. I mean, just to give you it, because obviously we talk about being courageous and optimistic. It doesn't have to be about losing weight, obviously, but in any sort of element of life, if right. you're going to be courageous and do something, you've got to be clear why you're doing it. So I think that's a really important one. Um, show initiative. So um, make actions for yourself. So if we were talking about healthy lifestyle, making food plans that we've talked about, shopping well that we've talked about setting setting days meals ahead and then also setting some time aside for walking or exercising or the gym you know any type of movement um you need to have initiative you need to show initiative right to actually get those things done they're not going to suddenly some no one else is going to make a food a food plan for you or a day plan for you and and say well this is when you're doing this at three o'clock and you're Mm going to no you've got to do that for yourself so i think that's um another thing um two last ones listening actively so i think um asking others to support and encourage you with what you're doing and people that you trust but then listen to what they've got to say so if they think that you've gone a little bit overdoing it because you've gone exercise crazy you know and you're obsessing because you're wanting to this isn't me if you wanted to you know you're out there two (laughs) hours a day and (laughs) sounds like my husband but you know but people that care about you will actively be involved with that and you you need to listen to what people are saying not the naysayers not the people that are trying to put you off but you know genuinely people that care about you are going to have your best interests at heart i think okay no i was just going to say sarah if i am exercising for two hours a day don't stop me all right just (laughs) encourage me (laughs) i'll ask who's who stole you Oh. Where did Lavoni go? Right. Um, and then the last one I think is, you know, probably covers the biggest drive into this is think big. So I've, um, mm-hmm. you know, I've written a little note saying feel the fear and do it anyway, like we just yep, said. But definitely. Think, think big with your ambition, but small with your actions. Because the over, overwhelm is real, isn't it? If you suddenly think I've got to achieve all of this in a day or a week or a month, we've all said it before, right? I need to be a stone lighter in a month's time. All of a sudden, guess what happens? you're never going to do oh, it because no. you just get absolutely oh, overwhelmed i do that all the time that's my big yeah. thing although i am getting better at it rather than so i think oh you know i've got it yeah i've got it just setting unreasonable goals but yeah, think yeah so don't set an unreasonable goal or don't even set an actual no number just no. set the fact that you want to eat well for a week and you want to move more for a week and then see what happens you know right. so we've said it loads and loads of times but s- small steps all add up to big changes yeah but, but have a big I do goal. think it's really good to have this big, yeah, this mm-hmm. big goal, this big ambition, because it gives you something great to and work towards. To picture yourself in it. So this yeah. is what I've this is what I've started doing when I go to bed of a night, because I'm not one that gets into bed and falls asleep immediately. But oh, I'm stealing myself. <laughs> <laughs> I picture myself like <laughs> slim. You know, in the in uh-huh. a, and I, you know, I'm really into fashion. One wouldn't think so if you could see me now. I've got a hoodie and t-shirt on, um, and pants. But um, in my defence, I have been working out, and I am going to go yeah. back to doing that. But um, I, yeah, I love fashion. But the fashion that I love and would like to wear, I just think mm, I don't want to while Not I'm in my, size. Uh-huh. in my size, right? Um, regardless of what anybody says, that's how I what feel, and nobody's going to yeah, change okay. my mind about it. Um, but I picture myself in those clothes that I love, which are, mm-hmm. are really quite simple, um, you know, 
just being healthy and, you know, into mm-hmm. enjoying my body being as it is, um, yeah. just fit and healthy. And so that's what I do every night before, you know, as I'm trying to go to sleep. But there's something really different about that, which is a really positive and optimistic mindset rather than beating yourself up over the fact that you don't currently look or feel like that. Right. That's the thing, isn't it? So yeah. Like, oh, my God. You know, I'm wasting space because I'm not. Right. It's more a case of I'm really looking forward until the, to to that the day, day when I am. Yes, because yeah, I yeah. know it's that's coming. Different. I can feel yeah. it. And yeah. Um, so, that, yeah, that's what I've started doing that. But I think, um, you know, part of what, you know, this whole episode is about um, – you know, optimism and, um, and courage, but, and I know that there's going to be people listening that just feel like, you know, something's happened to them. They're either going through some trauma or grief and just think, Oh, you know, they can hardly manage getting Mm, themselves showered and dressed to function. Um, you know, I just, I want to sort of offer some encouraging words to those people because, um, you know, I think when when trauma or when just grief that just, like, stops you in your tracks happens, you you just – you don't know what to do or how to – No, you've just got to hang on in there. To cope the with it. you can do. Yeah, yeah. you just got to hang on. And, you know, that that's why I wanted to share my story about, um, you know, last year, oh, trying not to fall apart. I lost both my parents within three and a half months of each other. And it wasn't even so much, you know, my sister and I have talked about this. It wasn't even so much like a new chapter or a chapter had closed or we were now starting a new chapter. It was like a whole book was finished. Mm -hmm. And so to turn that grief around, it was like, you know, reeling with grief from losing mom and then, our father died and it was like Mm -hmm. one day I was talking to him and the next he was gone. And I mean, it wasn't quite like that. There was like five days in between, but still it was just like bang. And like, how do you deal with that? And, and what I decided to do once you get past the initial shock and the funeral and all the rest of it. And I said to my sister, well, we're orphans now. And I, I thought, I am, I'm going to start another book. This is, and this is my story of how I sort of found my way back to, you know, Mm -hmm. being healthy and achieving my goals and stuff like that. And I'm sorry, I'm going to get upset, but doing it for me, but doing it because it, it is a whole new time in my life, I guess, you know, without my parents. So what? So what, what, um, so we get a drives you, yeah, good. What, what just, drives you to feel like that about, your, you know, about now, do you think, what's the difference? Uh, because you feel like it's just you now, I don't, it's, clearly it's not just you, you've got your family, you've got your husband, but fundamentally because you've lost your parents. Or like is it what, what makes like me feel is, like, um, I know you're not asking what makes me feel the grief because that you know, but what makes me feel like, you know, it's like a new, starting a new book, you mean? Or just what brought up the feeling of right now I have to make the change when that didn't make because I wanted like to that before. I wanted to find something positive mm-hmm. in all yeah. that grief that mm-hmm. you know that you feel that could just hit you just out of you know nowhere. Yeah. I was driving home the other day 
from the photo shoot and I, I you know just thinking of mom and and how I you know she used to when she first passed away I she'd give me signs and whether people believe in this or not that's their thing but I do and I'm open to that and I'm like mom you know I just need to know you're around me and mm -hmm. I said just give me some sort of sign and as soon as I thought that the song called daughter came on the on the radio Oh, wow. And I thought that was the name of I wasn't sure. And I looked down and, and I was driving my husband's car and, you know, it comes up on his screen. Yeah. And um, mind you, it was by Pearl Jam and mum wouldn't know of that song. But it still, it felt to me, it gave me some hope. But, yeah, so my, to, you know, to answer your question, perhaps not very succinctly, but um, I felt that this was the time because this was just a new a new start for me and, and to turn something that was just so sad just into something think, not so sad. Yeah, I think listening to you, that sounds like a con the, the control. You're taking some control for your life because obviously with grief, you have no control over that. No. You have no control of the fact that you've lost them. You know, yeah. there, there was literally nothing you can do. Yeah. You haven't really got any control over grief because grief just no, moves over God, you. Yeah, and... just hit you when you're least expecting it to. Yeah, and it never leaves. It just nope. becomes something which you're more able to live with. Yeah, that's the thing. I think so. Um, but what you can do and what you are doing is taking control of your own life, right? And making positive changes to that. And it's interesting because I was just sort of thinking about how I react to difficulties, whether that's work. I had work difficulties in it um, a couple of weeks ago and it really hit me. Um, it was it was really frustrating and upsetting. And, and then I sort of thought, all I can do is take some learnings out of that, right. you know, and, and then take control back and thought, next time I'm going to do this, this and this and make sure that that doesn't happen again. Right. And I can't undo what's happened. And no. I, you know, you, you don't have the luxury of turning back time, but no. you do have the luxury of hindsight, which is sometimes a bit annoying, isn't it? Yeah. But same with anything, same with relationships, same with how you're feeling about yourself, you know, all of those things, it's done and it's gone. But you, for me, it's quite hard just to put them out of your mind, apart right. from the things that we've spoken about in previous episodes of just like posting things off or burning them if they're yeah. really things that are troubling you. But for this that's never going to leave you know the the loss of your parents is a grief that will be with you forever but uh -huh. you will it you know you'll learn to live with it in a different way right. um but the but what you've taken from it is that positivity to control your own life and it's just the you know the absolute catalyst of saying well i'm going to do something different then it could have been a career change it could have been a a massive change of location where you're right, going to live it right. could have been anything and i think it's probably quite a natural driver for making changes you know when something really big like that happens yeah. um for you it's your it's your health because it's something that you've wanted to get on top of for a really yes. long time mm. yeah a really long time yeah and you don't feel like the true you and that's the thing you want to get back to you the true mm. you don't you yeah um so i think that's you know it's interesting isn't it that's why it's become a bit of a catalyst it's got it's not really because of their loss. It's not no. because they're not here anymore. No. It's because of having to deal with having to deal grief with it. Of them not being yeah. And and me yeah. thinking this is a new book and I want to start start it how I want to finish. I guess yeah. I want to start really it on a positive note. Yeah. 
yeah yeah you know to face up to the fact that you're feeling this grief and you're right deciding well I'm gonna I'm gonna make something flipping positive for myself right that's a brave a brave thing to do isn't it and hopefully Um, help other people in the process I mean that's you know part the reason why we do this every week and mm -hmm. tell our stories that you know not everybody knows I mean not everybody that knows me knows that my first husband was abusive you know it's not something you you go around telling everybody but you know so you know we're being sort of vulnerable I guess by sharing our stories in the hope that it does help other people and if other people are listening to this with you know grief or trauma like I said that they can take something away from it that Mm -hmm. you know what's something that I could start whether it doesn't necessarily have to be about, you know, losing weight and getting healthy. You know, maybe they've wanted to paint or write or something like that. Just yeah, start. Anything. Just start it. There is no funny, good time eh? to start anything, there really. Isn't. you just got it just now. good friend has just found herself out of her long-term job. So she's worked for the company for a really long time. And we've been talking about what her next steps are, you know, because this is a massive change. And we were talking just yesterday because she started applying for roles and, you know, finding some different options. And I just sort of said, listen, but maybe this is the exact time to do the thing that you've always oh, wanted right. to do. What's your passion? So we talked, yeah. And I talked about, you know, we talked about it with her saying it might not be that the salary that they're going to pay is what you're going to need for, you know, she's got bills to pay. She's got a life to live. But how about maybe looking for two part-time jobs in something that you really enjoy rather than the one? Because actually going back into the one, if you're not really enjoying that role anyway, you're just literally swapping that same life that you've got now directly back into the other one. How about as much as it's a worry and as much as it's scary and, you know, and weighing down on you thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to have a job and what am I going to do? The flip side of that is thinking, what an opportunity. Right. What an opportunity. What do I, I want can now to do? Go and, and I sort of sat with her for 20 minutes. I said, let's make a list of all the things that you love, all of the things that you've wanted to do. Some of them maybe not going to be possible because it's too much to cost, too much cost to retrain or, you know, whatever it might right. be. But some of them might be, you know, and why don't you go and just go and have a look at those sorts of things. And I've always been a very sort of get out there sort of person. Let's just, let's just say yes and then work out how we're going to do it later. You know, I've done that many, 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 many times. I've probably learned that from my dad with his business and he, I saw him do that himself, say yes and then work out how it's, you know, it's just taking the plunge a lot of the time, isn't it? Um, But yeah, just a bit like you were describing that it's maybe it's the opportunity to do something completely different and, and maybe doing this is just that completely different lifestyle, even within our own lives as they're looking as they are now. It's not like you've completely changed your life. You're just changing this element of it. Mm-hmm. Which will change my will, life. It will. The touch yeah. points will change everything, yeah. won't it? Because it'll, yeah. be, it'll change the way that you live your life because it's probably going to be more active and you'll do different things and I'll choose be different activities to do. You'll be healthier, so I'll you'll be... physically be better mm-hmm. um your clothes that you'll wear will be different your mind my, out, my mindset will be so different i know it will yeah. yeah you know and so it everything is a web and everything has a touch 
on everything mm-hmm. else yeah um is it the six degrees of separation is that when you say one person's always going to know someone else by right. just six points yeah. you know but i think that's the same thing within your life isn't mm-hmm. it you know that one thing that you change is never in isolation ever no um and so it will then have threads throughout can, the rest of my life yeah, yeah. into work and and everything Mm. so the positivity or the yeah the positivity that you've now absolutely brought to the surface to make this change coming out of the grief of you know of losing your Uh parents is going to affect everything in your life even probably your decluttering has come from this drive of going right I'm going to take control and I'm going to get my shit sorted yeah so that's my my own physical shit my shit in my house I'm just gonna I'm gonna get it you know but your business you know I'm gonna get that Yes, moving in a different direction because I want to do take it in this direction mm-hmm. rather than that way, and it's it's amazing the momentum that gets created. It is momentum it, when you that's can really good. Have this positive mindset. Yeah, it definitely you know, it is momentum, and I found that about just with exercising as well. Definitely, yeah, the the momentum that's um, that's coming from making these positive changes. But I don't and, want people to feel that it's because it's so big, they don't know where to start. It's just like we said, it's this think big, but start small because yeah. it will, it will start, well, you know, that tiny doing, little etching away yeah, at it. It's tiny little bit will start to create momentum and you will then have a great, a big effect. And you look it. back and just think, wow, I can't believe that I've done that. It snuck up on you. Yeah. It that, d- and that it does, good, it's, it? it does mm-hmm. sneak up on you. You're right. But, um, I think that, through all of this like if people are suffering it will lead them somewhere better like there's always better Mm -hmm. and i think that's something to to hang on to for people to to hang on to that you know just the path ahead of you will will be better you can't see around the corner but that's why it's that's why it's so good though i know a lot of people would like to know it can be exciting yeah so, um, goals, Sarah, do you have any goals? What are, what are your goals for the coming week? Um, well, just over the last few days, I've had this sort of phrase running through my head. And when I'm making decisions about um, what I'm going to have to eat or moving or anything, I've just thought, be my own hero, you know, be my be the hero for me that I know that I've already been many, many, many times before, whether it's, you know, through adversity of my health or my own business anything I can do it I do it regularly right but with this this now this is now the time I need to be my own hero with this too because no one else has said that's my goal is just to keep telling myself whether that's to also make sure that I rest or whether I make sure that I push um whatever it needs to be in that moment do what's the right thing for me and make sure that I look after myself while I'm doing it um, so that's yeah that's my goal so it's not specific as such I don't suppose I haven't got a tangible sort of tick list but that's what I'm gonna do is just have that phrase running through my head be your be your hero I like that be my own hero be, be yeah. your own inspiration my yeah. um goals are um well I want to at the beginning and end of every day at the first of all at the end of every day think about three things that are that are positive that have mm-hmm. happened because i think for many of us we tend to get to the end of every day and think we haven't done this we haven't done that the shoulda woulda coulda type thing right yeah so at the end of the day i want to find three things that i can go great i feel positive about those mm-hmm. okay 
and then every morning start the day with like three positive things. I guess it's, it's that being like grateful gratitude. for thing, gratitude yeah. type thing. Um, but just, you know, just to start the day off on a positive note rather than thinking about the shit that went on the day before. Well, it's like noticing the little things, you know, if a, if a new bulb has come up in the garden, noticing that, or if it's a bit of a brighter morning because the, the lights change, if you, you know, daylight saving, all that sort right. of stuff, it's even things like that, isn't it? It's just trying to notice the little things. So that's my, I actually have two goals. So my, my one thing is like that the positive three things at mm-hmm. the end of the day, start my day with three positive things before I even get out of bed. And the other thing is working on my portion size. So I'm okay. loving my exercise. Um, I just still feel like I need to work on my portion sizes. Um, you know, the food is healthy that I'm having, but mm-hmm. I guess with exercise comes hunger. But just, just <laughs> massive hunger. Just shrink it a tiny bit. Same right. thing. Then I'm going to sort of coach you on that. Instead of just going one, well, it needs to I'm be half. I'm going to cut it in half. Yeah. Don't do that. Because yeah. Because I'm absolutely could eat my left arm. Right. So just, just you a know, bit just at a time. A tiny bit off, and you won't notice it. Right. Um, and then eventually you'll get to a place of going. You know, I think that's a, a reasonable portion for what I need. Right. But I, I think good. if you I'm go in there, now. yeah. If you go in there too too fast you're going to be starving and it's just going to be and why why put yourself through that there's just no need you know no one should feel really really hungry there's just no need to do it no so i think that's been my problem in the past with smaller portions thinking that i just had to cut them in half because that that works of course well of course it does but then how long are you going to want to do that i know i won't or i don't but yeah just and then you're just not eating all of it um, now, next week's episode, we're talking about uh, food and mood and the effect food has on the brain and the state of mind, your state of mind. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a very interesting, uh, it's one topic I am quite passionate about. And you're so, qualified on this to talk about it. And I'm qualified it. on this to talk about it, yes. Um, so make sure you tune in for that. Also, please give us a follow on Instagram. We're at the waiting room podcast uh, underscore there between each word. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we hope you found this episode helpful in some way. Please let us know if there's any subject you'd like us to cover. Until next time, remember the best of your life is ahead of you. And we're here to help you get started on it. So what do you say? We all do this together. Until next time, take care. Bye for now. Bye-bye.